Mr. Down to Dungeon. Yeah. Um, miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. I know it. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real one. I don't use it, but it's real. Not in your vocab? Down to Dungeon. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Right. No. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode four, nine, seven of Down to Dunk. I am Luke. Join us one of my Andrew. Smam draw. Taylor. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me double to the side. Ooh. And Andrew. And I wish I would have done. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Smam draw. And Jay. Smash. <laughs> Hey guys, you can find us on CLNS Media Daily Thunder.com dash radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. Too often, I feel like Taylor is just in a different, like, hasn't listened to anything else that's going on. Yeah. Because, like, we're, hey, we moved on from the introduction. He's like, Shamandru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? Uh, Thunder won a game last night. They did, yeah. and it wasn't an embarrassing last-minute fashion. They beat. It's like what should have happened. Yeah, they beat the Suns one fifteen to eighty-seven. That's exactly what should happen. Yes. They they came out of the gate. It was terrifying. I was like, oh great, here we go again. Devin Booker hitting Devin, everything. Man. You know what? Anybody who thinks Devin Booker's not good, I think they're a huge idiot. Uh, Bill Simmons. There, that is the dumbest take. So, is it Simmons who's been saying that? There's been someone a, big, some big time person's been. There are saying a lot that. of big time people that think he's not any good, and it's just like it's weird. I don't see it. Like yeah. he is really good. Hey, so there's only a few people that I really trust when it comes to NBA analysis, and like primarily that's just Zach Lowe, Ryan Rosilla, and you're yeah. sitting at a table with the rest of them. Yeah, and then you three, and then Luke, and, me. and mm, so yeah, right. of course Luke, of course. Yeah. Uh, but Zach was talking about that. I guess it was Tim McMahon, right? McMahon, 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 and uh, he was talking about Devin Booker and how you know he's like I don't know where oh, yeah, yeah. these people are that are getting off in this thing that Devin Booker's not good. He's good. I'll take him on any Man, team. He he was he was great last night. Thirty points, six rebounds. Obviously, great that it didn't matter at all. But he's good. He's really solid. Yeah, well, Brett Dawson mentioned it, though. And it was funny. Like, I didn't feel like David Booker had that great of a game. I thought the Thunder did a pretty good job defending him. And then yeah. I looked down. And I was like, oh, 30 points. Yeah. Just, yeah, he shot 45% from the field. So, <laughs> you know, and like, he was still four of nine from three. When believe you, it or not. And he had 30 if they're 87 points. Yeah, believe it. This Believe it or not, this is not a Suns podcast. This is a Thunder podcast. Hey, so I've only got a few things to talk about. So number one is it's like I kept retweeting last night on the, I took over the Down and Dunk podcast for most of the Twitter mm-hmm. uh, from Taylor, who was just tweeting gold against the Rockets. Mm. Gold? psychotic gold, gold is in the eye of the beholder yeah so but for, anyway so I, I just kept retweeting <laughs> anybody that said anything about how well russ played i just kept like retweeting it and like he and the reason i did that is because it's the reminder like you can blame it on whatever you want to and i think you mentioned this with both alex and michele on monday and wednesday and 
You can blame it on whatever. Billy, lineups. The son. Andre Robertson. Right. Whatever you want to do. The biggest reason, catalyst that this team does what it does is when Russell Westbrook plays well. It's Russell. It's and all was, Russell. And he was great last night. Like, limited yeah. turnovers. Only should have had one. I think he ended up with two. Only should have had the one. The other one was one that Alex Lynn swiped out of bounds, as they called the other way. Right. It was. It's everything you wanted, man. You need the Thunder have to win all five of these next games. Well, it's four now. So they yeah. play the Spurs, and then they they play. They go to Atlanta. I forget who else they play, but it's like five, four, four winnable games left, mm-hmm. and uh, they had they need to win all of them. <clears throat> and you watch last night at the same time that that's happened. Minnesota loses to Cleveland. Excuse me, Minnesota. Yeah. No, Boston. Excuse Boston. Me. Minnesota mm-hmm. loses to Boston. San Antonio plays a pretty good game against the Warriors. Steph goes out. Yeah. Uh, but Minnesota and San Antonio both lose last night. That's great. So the Thunder right there, if they win out these next four, they'll be the four or five seed, by, probably the five seed by the San end. Antonio and then a back-to-back, Sacramento at home, and then at Atlanta. But you should win both of those. You have to. Without a question. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, uh, the biggest stat to me from last night, the Thunder took 33 threes. Great. Russell took zero. Yep. And I think that that has to be a trend going forward. If he takes one or two, that's fine. He can't be in the I'm taking four or five threes per game mode because it's basically this season it's a wasted possession. Uh, So he's got to stay in this mode where the team is still shooting a good amount of threes, uh, but he's not partaking in that. And another thing is that Paul George showed up. 16 shots, 21 points. It's not like the greatest efficiency in the world, but he was four of seven from three. Yep. It was like the first time that you can see like, oh, like he is a good three-point shooter. Yeah, and that's – so the thing I took more than anything probably from the Suns game is the fact that like you need these kind of games to get rhythm going again. Yeah. So the way you play builds upon it itself. And so the Thunder came out of the All-Star break, really leading up to the All-Star break. They were just kind of terrible all over the place. And that became the habit of the way they play. And it just felt like, and that's what takes the fun out of the game. That's what it's just, they're forcing it because they're trying to force themselves to be better. And it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. And so last night, what you saw is you just saw a better effort and you saw them having fun. Like everybody's giggling. Nick Collison at the end of the game came in. <laughs> Aaron Jordan. Had, he had a left-handed hook shot that was just beautiful. And the bench Lost it. Lost their minds. But then him and Josh Hustis had a give and go (laughs) where Nick Collison dunked it. And you would have thought that literally they just won the world championship. (laughs) (laughs) Steven was like dancing up and down the sidelines. Russell's like you've never seen Russell Westbrook as happy as he was at that moment. I guess I question, did they win it? Was that it? I flipped over a cop car. Set it on fire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I ate horse poop. <laughs> All right. Uh, Corey Brewer. Is that your plan? If no, win? that's what people that did in, in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's a real yeah. thing. Somebody lost a bet and they had to eat horse poop. Ah, cool. And they were real happy about it. I'm but sure. it's, uh, but yes, it is my plan. Okay. Cool plan. Uh, Corey Brewer started <laughs> last night. He played 28 minutes in a blowout win against the Suns. He, he was really good. He was 17 points, 2 of 4 from 3, 3 of 3 from the line, uh, a steal, an assist, four boards. He, if he's anything, he's active on both ends. And he was cutting. He was kind of playing the Robertson role on the offensive end. I don't, he's not going to go 2 of 4 from 3 every night. Or yeah, may, right. He may never do that ever again. Better. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's going to go four or four. From three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my expectation is that he's going to be closer to seventy-five percent from three <laughs> uh, by the end in of the, the season. playoffs. Usually, no, uh, he's thirty-three percent so far in this small sample size with the Thunder. But he, over a larger sample, he's shooting eighteen percent. So, like, don't count on him hitting threes. But if he's active on the offensive end, cutting, not dribbling, waiting to catch the ball near the rim, like he's going to make a difference to the squad because. I really like Josh Eustis, but he is a ball watcher. He stands there. I, I think that his confidence is shot. I really do. I don't think that – I think that that's the thing. If he could be confident in his abilities, I think that we would have a really good Josh Eustis. But I, I think his confidence is shot, um, and I'm sure that being benched doesn't help that either. So I think – yeah, But Eustis hit a big three. Like, not a big three, but – I mean, like he's been hitting, yeah, 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 relatively well. For that's three fine. Points. That's but fine. That's, I just don't. Yeah. Overall, it, it it maybe was not going to work out. No, and Brewer, like you just saw, the offense just flowed so much better. Yeah. When when somebody is moving, I think that it sets a different tone. Yep. For the offense, Which instead is all- of just standing, like just standing there, because Mello is prone to just stand there. Yeah. I mean, that's just literally just stand game. there, and you know, Paul George. Great player, all star, all NBA caliber player. Sometimes he'll fade away into the background of yeah. this offense, and it's just like Russell creating, and that's not always the best thing. Sometimes yeah. it's great, but it's not always the best thing. But when, I, you, when they're cutting and moving, that makes a huge difference to this offense. I think the, if I'm, I mean, you know, there's so many great players to choose from for last night, but Steven Adams was in a different world last yes. night. Yeah. Yeah. So he ended up he ended up with 16 points, 12 rebounds, but I mean, it felt like he was three people underneath the basket. Yeah. Like he, there were a few plays like Tyson Chandler or Alex Lynn, whoever it was, it didn't matter. Like he post moves, like great post moves, calling for the ball, calling for the ball, finishing at the rim. There was one where he was I think there was three guys on him and he just fought, got the and one where Russ almost yep. like punched him hole through his chest. <laughs> Uh, Steven was just incredible, man. And I, I said this in a tweet last night, and I'll just say it again, man. If you don't believe that Steven Adams is absolutely worth every penny of his contract and is not an incredibly valuable and important piece of this team, then then you never will understand or believe that. Yeah. it's And the good thing is that I don't think you would find many people that no. would say no, no, or no. believe that at this point. Not anymore. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that people say that now people don't say anymore <laughs> – I, I noticed that our tweets last night were really positive after blowing out the oh, suns, yeah. right? They oh, were yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> that was it was my favorite like, tweet to wake up to this morning is what you said. It was like a, it was like people think this is a insanely brand new team. Everything's fixed. They were so happy after the Houston game. If you guys went through our mentions, it was bad. It was so bad. Oh. And I get it. It was a tough loss for Twitter whatever was reason. That place. was a really, that was a really bad loss, but people were like, I'm, I can't tell you how many people were saying, like, well, we're not making the playoffs. That this was, team is not going to make the playoffs. That was part of why I was so fired up yeah, for Wednesday. It was my favorite part of what you said on Wednesday. Like, if you're basing this season on Portland and Houston losses, like, both of those should have been expected. Portland's yeah. schedule loss. Houston, maybe one of, like, the best 20 teams of all time. They went back-to-back. <laughs> Flew to Milwaukee and beat Milwaukee by 11 the next night. They're they're seriously a machine, and they're amazing. And basically the only thing that's going to stop them is an injury or... The Thunder in the playoffs. 
the Thunder in the playoffs because <laughs> James Harden and Chris Paul so choke artists. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. choke on it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. And yeah. it, you said it. What did you say? We're all psychos. Yeah, and then of course I got hit oh. with a well, you know, fan is short for fanatic. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's I don't know, it's it's insane. Another highlight yeah. though is Mello after his break in the Portland game mm-hmm. has been way better. Yeah, yeah, he was he was four of eleven <laughs> for eleven points, but it was three of seven from three. Yeah, he went to the line, missed both of them. I know he was so <laughs> mad. Uh, another I don't think you call this a highlight another thing that happened was Terrence Ferguson ran straight into Steven Adams that was scary and first of all it couldn't have impacted Terrence Ferguson more and it yes. couldn't have impacted <laughs> Steven Adams less <laughs> when in the slow motion replay that they played it looks like oh, Terrence Ferguson got punched in the face it really does he got punched with Steven Adams's face yeah in the face Ooh, yeah and it, Steven, the reaction was so great because Steven immediately gets up. He is unfazed. There's just, it was like nothing right. happened. And he just looks over at the bench. He's like, hey, come on, get over here. Yeah. Get over here. He's Darren, hurt. He's yeah. hurt. I'm not hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. Come on. <sighs> it was the most Steven Adams moment ever. Yeah, it really was. It's like a, I didn't, I'm trying to think of an analogy, but it was like a fly hitting the side of an elephant. Like, <laughs> well, the elephant just is like, yeah, what? what? He was exactly. dead. Yeah. So he said a better pick on uh, Terrence Ferguson than he did Chris Paul the other night. They got called for a freaking foul. Yeah, oh, yeah there's a bunch of frustrating calls in that game. Mm. And then a bunch yeah. of calls that they just deserve because they didn't play defense. Yeah. So uh, he'll go through concussion protocol. He's probably out. I'm Good. assuming. Hope so. Probably out. <laughs> probably out Saturday. <laughs> Um, you can't say that. But well, he was. He but we're all thinking. It. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was moving around the locker room just fine. Like he's not like he doesn't have a feeding. He's tube not like or walking. So <laughs> walking backwards. He's, he's okay. Feeding tube is <laughs> extreme. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people think is happening. But for he's you, okay. for you. You said he's not walking backwards. <laughs> 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 he's okay. That's he's not, what, that's he's what not speaking a different language now. <laughs> well, he's you know, not. sometimes people wake up and they have the accents because you knock their brain weird and they're whatever. How much yeah. better would it be if Terrence Ferguson woke up and was speaking with a New Zealand accent? Oh my God. And like, uh, literally Stephen part, of, has, part of Stephen Adams well, just exploded into his brain. <laughs> like, like a freaky Friday. Oh, cool. Oh, what if we did have a freaky Friday situation where Ferguson got all of Adams talent and brute strength and then Adams Ferguson would be it would be it would be really bad for our team though because <laughs> Adams yeah, would just would. be getting shoved everywhere. Adams would have no idea where to go on offense <laughs> and Billy would refuse to change up what's really Billy going would, on yeah hey, I'm proud of us for not really talking about the Rockets game it's good I uh, guess you yeah, anal- I tried to bring it up with oh yeah I think it's in the past if you yeah if mm-hmm. you want to hear about it listen to Wednesday's pod yeah Wednesday's pod man Billy loves Corey Brewer so much loves him I just we you know should, who else does this guy me really <laughs> Jay. wow uh i, I want to get a mic'd up session with just everything he says to cory brewer i, I don't oh really i want yeah just for both of them to be honest oh, wait I, I took that as you know things that he's saying to cory brewer oh i don't but oh. i just assume it's like the things that elf says to his dad i love you i love you i love you, you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he like runs out there oh i forgot to give you a hug <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just he he truly has love in his heart for him. And it's 
a little terrifying to me. Hey, the giraffe on roller skates, man. He, How he could is. you have two awful, awful nicknames and people think those are endearing? He's the giraffe on roller skates and he's the drunken dribbler. Because he is. I mean, he is. He's, he's you all not, of that. Do you not enjoy what? Even when he's Love crap, it. do you not give enjoy it, watching Give me all the Corey Brewer minutes. He should be know. playing 40 minutes a game. There I will, like it. There will be some times where you will not feel that way. Oh, I no, know. Nope. Nope. I with, this, with this team, like, I, I've, I've watched every game this year at the shooting guard position <laughs> without Andre Robertson. Yeah. I'm okay with a guy yeah. that yeah. just runs. Here, here's, this here. one scored 17 points, okay? Yeah. Here's what <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely an upgrade. Just just for the sure fact that he's active Movement. and confident yeah. in his he's abilities. Confident. Yeah. Wow. Like those are, like, if you have both of those abilities, like I just don't think anybody else on the roster I, has that. I did say this. So I don't know if I actually posted this, but no, because I was going to post it right as Ferguson had his head blown off, right? Like as soon as that happened, I was like posting this super critical thing about Ferguson and I was Uh-oh. like, I'll delete that yeah, well, and uh, save it for another day. <laughs> back away from that. But I think Billy confuses like frantic activity with good defense. That's like why, I think yeah. that's why he loves Ferguson too. It's like, and that's why he loves Jeremy Grant. What does Ferguson do? Just flies, just literally moves, just frantically. And Billy's like, look at the activity. Wow, yeah, like Alex, you know, stays with guys sometimes. Yeah, and credit wow. to Billy last night. He did play Patterson more than Grant. So if we can keep that movement going, that would be wonderful. How are you feeling about Alex's minutes last night? I thought he didn't play first enough. off the bench in the first half, and then he had two threes. I thought he was pretty good on defense. I know. I don't man. know why he it, didn't get the minutes because he, like he's not frantic. Ferguson, if, if Alex went out there and just like waved his arms around like with no meaning and purpose, and then just like jumped from side to side occasionally. Deep boy, baby. Hey, Alex, for the Starter. first for your first three possessions, just spin around in circles, and <laughs> Billy will keep you in the game for twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, you finally impressed me, son. Because wasn't Samaj well done? Wasn't Samaj kind of that too? Oh yeah, oh, just like God. no and no real purpose out there, just frantic. Yeah, just just jumping, jumping around. Uh, I have a math question before we get into this, real quick. Okay, Corey What's Brewer, six plus four. <laughs> six plus four is uh, I don't know. <laughs> My friend asked me. Uh, okay, talking about three pointers and two pointers. You were talking about Corey Brewer right now is at thirty three percent on mm-hmm. this team, which it is plausible that he could shoot thirty three percent. by the end of this season, sure. right? Sure. Thirty three percent is not that bad. That no, is the no, equivalent no. of it's almost average. Fifty percent right? thirty five average. If he would do that, if he does that, take four a game. Yeah, yeah, do it. I saw someone complaining about Paul George shooting, or someone saying that thirty-five percent. You know what I'm talking Anybody about? Anybody that's complaining about thirty-five to forty percent. Well, that's like, the thing. It's like oh, he's shooting thirty-five percent, and that's just a terrible percentage from three. Not just for Paul George, but overall. And I was thinking, it's not like that's no, shooting better that's, than that's if you were average. to just shoot mid-range shots at fifty percent. That's shooting better. Yeah, than if that. you shoot thirty-five percent, you should be taking four or five threes a game. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad we're on the same uh, page there. Yeah. And the Thunder, they just need people taking threes. Like they obviously they don't need like Houston at this point in the season. Like you don't want him taking a ton of threes because he's been pretty bad. Um, same with Jeremy Grant. But all these other perimeter guys, like they need to be taking them. Houston, I feel like has been making his yeah. spot up shots the past. Yeah, Six he only games. gets one or two of them, but he hit right. one last night. He hit that yeah. stupid uh, shot off the backboard against the Rockets. 
where it was like, oh, oh yes, that was so. It's stupid. another one of those like the for the Rockets. The, I know we weren't going to talk about it too much, but for that Rockets game, like for garbage as the Thunder played, they were way in it for way too yeah. much for yeah. parts of that game. Yeah, I mean, they went down by eighteen. I got it, but they were like. These moments I, where you're like, man, they cut it to seven. They cut it to six. I don't know. I didn't think that they were that bad. No, they I, mean, I just think that it, again. It's to me, it's a Paul. That was a Paul George Russell Westbrook issue. Like if those dudes played like they did last night against Houston, like maybe they win. Yeah, that's God, possible. God, the amount of energy and effort the Thunder had to put forth on every offensive possession to get a shot versus what they had to do was like. There's no way. I mean, you could watch it in the second quarter and be like, "You're this. It, you're not going to keep up with you this can't team." Keep up. Yeah. yeah. And the Thunder. The other thing they did is they're like they're so dead set on guarding the perimeter, which they still didn't do very well. No, they, they just gave up wide open layups. Yeah. You can make one move past the perimeter. It's like, and I'm by myself. And, the and then they're like, okay, cover the rim. And then they cover the rim, and it's like, okay, two wide pa- open two passes. Sure. Go yeah. to the corner, and, and they can they can be better. And the thing with the Thunder and the Rockets. The Thunder are not going to give their best shot at the Rockets in the regular season. Yeah. They're just not. They think that there's a pretty good chance of them playing in the playoffs. Yeah. And so the Thunder, they know what will work and what won't work against them, and they're not going to show it in yep. the regular season. They, If they can win those games, great, but I don't think the Thunder are putting a ton of stock in a win or a loss yeah. against the Rockets in the regular season. I do think that they're saving a lot of stuff for them. Which for the is hard for the fan because we all think – yeah. Psychotically, and so we're like, they just uh, well, they got to win them all because they want to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So to the Josh Eustace thing, uh, his shooting, he in the past seven games he's hit at least one three six times. So okay, at least one three. Okay, six okay, six, okay. Yeah, six I games. got it. Six I out of seven. It. I got games. it. I got it. Six out of seven games, he's hit a three. Okay. So you're, bef- you're telling me he's hitting six threes a game. He's hitting six threes per game. Wow. <laughs> no, That's pretty bad. Wow. Like, against Golden State, one of three. Orlando, one of one. Two of five against Dallas. Oh of three against Phoenix at Phoenix. But then he's made a three every game since then, which is great because before then, he not, would go like not half bad. three games with no threes. There's five games with no threes, three games. I mean, like he was pretty erratic. So if he can come off the bench and hit a three and play decent defense great like the thunder needs somebody to do that mm. hey Andrew. pretty erotic some overall stats real quick before <laughs> we move on uh the thunder 11th in offense okay. ninth in defense hey that's good oh. seventh in net rating so they're almost like a top 10 offense defense team for the season i can't believe how quickly this stuff is changing and how extremely it's well it's actually been changing. these are both like falling the offense is rising a little bit the defense has been steadily falling okay. since wait what'd you break. say defense is 11 ninth ninth yeah not, yeah because we were hovering in the top five overall they were top five for most of the season i'll still but, take it but the the, oh. the way minnesota oh. is Minnesota's. I don't know if Minnesota's going to make the playoffs, man. Uh, Derrick Rose. Now, I think so. one of OKC, Minnesota, or San Antonio are going to miss because who else is falling? Or I mean, Clippers. The Clippers could miss. I think that Utah's going to be in. They're Isn't play, that crazy? They're playing too well. Utah at the eight. Clippers. Anthony Davis is hurt. Yep. Yeah. And so you have to wonder. Which they're playing. Oh, dadgummit. They don't. I mean, who is left on that team? Drew Holiday. And his hair. Drew Holiday, Rajon Rondo, Miritich. Miritich. Yeah. I mean, they 
It's going to be really tough. Etwan Moore. Obviously tough uh, for them to win had, without. Yeah, so they play, they play tonight against the Wizards. Yeah. So they play, and I think that's maybe a home game. But, yeah, so it's a home game. Then they play. They play Utah. Utah. So back-to-back, they could home. lose two in a row. And they get Charlotte. Yeah, if they don't San get Antonio. if they don't get Anthony Davis back though before that Jazz game, they're not going to win that. And one. then they have a back to back Houston Boston. That's March seventeenth and eighteenth. So that Ooh. was the, the reminder. I know we need to move on from all this, but the reminder from the beginning is is with this Thunder team. Like, yeah, they lost to Golden State and then they lost to Houston and they lost to Portland. Everybody else is going to have to play these teams now. The Thunder have a pretty strong finish to the season, like as far as strength of schedule. It's going to be tough. Yeah, but in the same sense, like. All these other teams have to play each other, too. Yeah. Because not everybody else is like, oh, yeah, we just get the magic for two straight weeks. Right. And so the Thunder, if, <laughs> the, the, if the Thunder got to 47 wins, like, they're solid. They're in the playoffs. They may be the 4-5 seed at 47. Um, what a strange year. Yeah. Man, so if they, can, if they can finish this, I think they need to win the next four games. So if they can win yep. the next four games, they're at 42 wins. And then from there on out, like if they just play like 500-ish basketball, they're going to be fine. Um, but, yeah, Minnesota is in trouble. Obviously, Denver is in big trouble. San Antonio, the same thing. Um, obviously, not all of those teams are going to miss. I would expect the Clippers to miss. I almost expect Denver to miss at this point with the way that they've been playing. Uh, since Paul Millsap has been back, it hasn't he hasn't helped a ton. And, like they bench Jokic in the fourth. I don't know what was yeah, going on. Yeah, it's like, been weird. And I just I've wondered all season is Mike Malone the best coach for that team? Because you'd rather have probably like a D'Antoni esque coach for them, mm-hmm. where it's just like free flowing. Like we know what we're good at. Like we're a great offensive team. We're never going to be a great defensive team. So let's just let this go and let Jokic do everything. Mm, what is Luke? Th- who do you think should be their coach? Uh, uh, my my Minona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike Minona. Oh, Mike yeah. Minona. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Europe- European coach. Hey, yeah. Andrew, you know the other day when you called me on the telephone and you said, told me that you've been looking for a clean beer that you can drink day in and day out, month in and month out? Yeah, I was just really looking. Hey, call off the dogs because <laughs> I found it. It's OK Pilsner from Anthem Brewery. Oh, really? And call off it's the not dogs. the answer to all your problems. But with a heavy dose of German Pilsner malt to start and European hops to finish, may not be close. Talking about OK Pils. You got to get an OK Pils. It's seriously, we talked about it a little bit last week, Love it. too. Uh, it's, it's really great. Hey, so here's really the deal. We're gearing up here in Oklahoma. It's been spring-like over the last week. Spring is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good Pilsner from Anthem. It's going to just take care of you in this season. It's a cure for what ails you. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Call the dogs off, Luke. Call off the dogs. What you've been looking for? <laughs> it's been found. Okay, pills. Drink it. Get it at your liquor stores. Drink it already. Here locally. What are you doing listening? Drink it. Also go down to the tap room. <laughs> if you need where, something to where, do. Where are you at right now? Drink it. Guess what? I am doing that today. My friend from are Ireland's you? coming in town for the Ireland. weekend. Oh. Hey. And today... We're going. I'm taking him to Anthem He's bringing this, this pot afternoon. He's so bringing a great. pot of gold. <laughs> yeah. Good accent. So if you want to meet Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Go to the potty. Signing autographs this at, afternoon. I'll be, uh, if you want to meet me, I'll be at McNally's. <laughs> you took your Irish buddy to McNally's. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Go to Anthem yeah. this weekend. Make it your priority. If you're in Oklahoma City, head down there. Enjoy some of their delicious beverages. Get a Pilsner and say, down to dunk sent me. 
in an Irish accent. Support Don't you, support a us. Dunk sent me. I got sent by Don the Dunk. I need a Guinness, and if you don't pour it right, I'll knock your block off. Let's go into some Twitter questions. Twitter <laughs> questions! Our first Twitter question comes from at Kenny Got Game, who wants to know, why does Billy keep using an all-bench unit? Does he hate winning? Knock your block off. Uh, part, part of you feels that way, right? As a Thunder fan, part of you feels Sorry, like I wasn't listening. That Billy doesn't give a crap about winning these games. That he just wants to see what he has in the roster. At this <laughs> like point, seeing what he has in the roster feels like it's like priority number one. Like he sits down with the team. He's like, you know what? Win or lose, I'm going to be proud of you guys. But let's just really see what we have in this <laughs> roster. So last night they were playing the Suns, and like the Thunder came out pretty like pretty fluid had some momentum I mean, they still only were up by I think three at the end of the first quarter, but yeah. they played well bench lineup, all bench lineup, every single flow of the game dead, just gone. It's dead. so <laughs> bad. They had no offensive movement, like which makes awful. sense. If you think about, well, you're taking off, off of the court, every single guy that has something going for this team and adding all new guys who haven't played. Let's see what happens when we play the worst players together. Mm, we're playing well together. Let's take them all off the court. So it's Ray Felton. Yeah. Patrick Patterson. Yeah. Which Patrick, like, with nobody else on the floor, not as yeah. great as you want him to be. Yeah. Patrick Patterson, Ray Felton, Jeremy Grant. It was Terrence Ferguson and Hustis. That was the five that I think was running at that point. I was just like, woof. What is happening? Well, and I Why get are you it. doing this to us, Billy? And you get it if the starters are like playing terribly and you're like, oh, God, the energy's terrible. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Let's throw some guys in. Let's see what happens. And those, but when it's going well, why stagger, does he do that? It's all about, well, one, he doesn't want to play Melo at the three and so or with the bench unit. So like that option is out. Okay, that's one of Paul 17 Ge- options. Paul George wants to sit the whole first or wants to play the whole first quarter. As far as just his rhythm. There's player preference. That's like Paul saying, hey, this is what I want. And Billy says, great. We'll give you whatever you want until you sign a contract. And then we'll stagger. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. valid. That's valid. Also, yeah. that's wishful thinking, I think, on our point. That Billy will still will stagger at that point. He might. Not. He staggered. He, he brought Durant out of what he wanted to do. But maybe that's think, why and then gone. you know what happens. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. He's learned from his mistakes. Oh, he's terrified. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll tell you. I think you <laughs> just have to kind of I think you just gotta bite the bullet and maybe put Mello in there with that second group. I, I think it's time. Even if you just use Grant as your three, like, or, or, like defensively, excuse me. Or what I would do is bring Steven out earlier, mm-hmm. put Grant in there at the center. Yeah. And then get grant out of there and play patrick patterson and steven adams some and then you can run like a high pick and roll that sounds beautiful with actually. steven adams and ray felton yeah and just get steven the ball so do you remember when that was happening like earlier this season they were taking mm-hmm. steve out earlier and putting grant in and it was working really well and then they went away from it and i'm hoping it's like it's oh crap we found something special let's stop it, doing that it is for sure one of those things yeah. to me yeah that there are a lot of things that I feel like, oh, the Thunder feel like, oh, this works. Great. Take it, it away. Hide it. <laughs> Don't show anybody this ever right. again. Put, Put it on a notepad. We'll save it and call it playoff notepad. Hopefully no one was watching this Thunder <laughs> Magic game. You know? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Stoop, top secret playoff notepad. <laughs> Do not open. 
<laughs> open uh, in April. You, oh yeah, you joke, but but it might be like that. Yeah, they yeah. go out against Golden State in the first game, and they do all these funky lineups that just work like gold. You haven't seen I think that a lot of the things that like we complain about throughout the season, I feel like it's going to a lot of this will go away, and then we'll get to the postseason. Like, oh, this is what I was hoping yeah. they would do in the regular season, and that's what. The only reason I really affirm that is it didn't happen necessarily as much against Houston, but last year was such an anomaly for this team. But against... Well, if Victor Oladipo didn't suck so bad during that, that series, it wouldn't have looked that bad. But in the playoffs, well, or if they would have used Victor as a backup point guard at all throughout the season. But but that two was years a, ago... That was a problem. But yeah. two years ago, if you remember that, like that's exactly what the Thunder did. Right. They made it to the playoffs. They, they didn't play well against any good team. Yeah. And then they made it to the playoffs. So like surprise, yeah. Here's how we're actually going to play. Well, they never played surprise mother. They never played that lineup that had Surge at the center. And <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it. Uh, and Dion and Russ and I mean they didn't play that hardly nope. at all. And it was a problem for. Teams. It was great, and I think that we'll see some lineups. Are like, oh, that's what I like. I would like to see that. I think hopefully we'll see more of Patterson with. Adams. Yeah, which kind of leads to our next question. Yes, and it comes from at Josh Kraus 5 who wants to know, what does your ideal eight-man playoff rotation look like? I think you use your starters. Corey Brewer. If you'll just play Corey Brewer 48 minutes, yeah, then mm. we'll be all right. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think the Thunder look back, though. I know even I kind of mentioned that, but I think Brewer's the starter for the rest of the season. Who are they looking back to? Houston again? The Thunder will look for whatever excuse they can to disrespect Josh Houston. Yeah, he yeah. gone. Yeah. So I think that's your five. Your backups, I mean, Grant, Patterson, You're Felton. Gonna, they're going to play more than eight guys. Yeah, nine, ten maybe. Yeah. Okay, but pick. let's pick eight. So the starting well, five. Well, I just said it. It's Grant, Patterson, and Felton. Felton. Yeah. Well, pick eight. That's what. <laughs> Paul George, Corey Brewer. You need to ask us another math question? Uh, what is five eight? plus three? <laughs> five plus three. That can't be eight yet. What's Give eight? Me more, please. So who else Who else <laughs> sneaks into that? Do you think it's Ferguson or Abrinas? That's my bigger question. Oh, God. I hope it's Prob- Abrinas. I don't know. You know, you just don't want to. <laughs> what, who would I, obviously, I would choose. If you, if yeah. you don't know by now who I <laughs> you would choose, choose you haven't been listening. Uh, Alex Sabrinas is who I would choose. You, you just get, need shooting. How ca- okay, another thing about Twitter. You get called out on your Abrinas stuff a lot. Oh, I get called out for like anything I say. That's so weird, man. You know what that means? You've made it. You've I made also it. could kind of see Houston making. <laughs> I could see Houston getting minutes just defensively his length and just the way he yeah like i could see just it's, situational it, it'll be totally matchup based totally matchup yep. based yep yep, yep 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 next twitter question it comes from at pepsi united who wants to know would you rather extensively test Corey brewer till the end of the regular season risking him being consistently team low on plus minus as it was in his first two games or give all his minutes to Houston, who's clearly our best defender on that position and Abrinas, the best shooter a little credit to pepsi united here this was before last night's game yep. that he sent this question yep, yep, yep. so that he's eating that he's sent home eating his words oh man <laughs> call off the dog he printed I mean, out the tweet and he ate it what would i rather <laughs> i would rather see abrinas get consistent minutes than i would Corey brewer get consistent minutes that's just me i think that abrinas is going to be going to have a good career 
and I just don't feel like he's somewhere been else. given the opportunity. Yeah. And it may not even be somewhere else. It may not because he still has another year. He's got a controllable contract. I know the front office loves him. So that, even though he's not playing much this season, I still think that he has a future with the Thunder. Um, I would still rather see Abrinas get more because I still think that he has a higher ceiling than what Brewer can bring, but we're not going to get that. Nope. And it may work out fine because he, Abrinas hasn't been consistent, and I think that's because he hasn't had consistent playing time, but still he, you're counting on a rhythm player to get into a rhythm these last you know few games, and I just it may not happen. And so uh, I see where you're coming from. I would probably rather play those two consistent minutes and like inject some confidence into those two because I think that they give the Thunder a little bit higher ceiling than what Brewer can, but that still may not help. And so Brewer is going to bring confidence, and he's going to cut, and he's going to do all the things that the Thunder want him to do. And that, like your baseline for for Brewer is probably a little bit higher than those two, but I still feel like the ceiling for those two is a little, is higher than what Brewer can bring. And I just don't, get, you know, not that it's been any different all season, but I don't get why you just wouldn't use a rotation of Brewer and Abrinas. Like it just makes sense. Like I don't know, let Abrinas play twenty minutes, give Brewer twenty five or whatever, and you know, fill out the other three with maybe, maybe during this stretch where Ferguson can't play, they'll discover that that is a good yeah. thing because Abrinas can do all of the same things offensively that brewer can and better, better right he can cut he can finish at the basket he's a better he passer can, he's a better passer he gets a better shooter like he's literally better at everything offensively yeah uh he just is not as chaotic defensively which is why billy doesn't love him yeah for sure but he's not he hasn't been that big of a minus on defense not lately so at yeah. points in the season he was yes absolutely foul machine against charlotte specifically yeah. All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Cody, son of Steve, who wants to know, isn't it about time we bring back the say what snat of the week? Or maybe whose looks you're digging? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? 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 I can't read lips, Jay. Say what? Snat of the week. Welcome to the say what snat of the week. It's back, baby. It's back. So mine, I just wanted to give a little bit of love. And I know it's not fun or popular to give love to other Western Conference teams. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Davis, February, Ooh. was just on fire. So he averaged 35 points, 13 rebounds, 2.5 steals, and 2.2 blocks. What? Uh, for wow. the month of February. He's the first player since Moses Malone in 1982, the year I was born, to average at least 35 points and 10 rebounds in a calendar month. Wow. Old balls. I'm going to let that sit as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cover my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> wow man, that, that was a wild stat it didn't even make you say what it made you say balls <laughs> anyway anthony davis has just been on a terror and he he told uh was it rachel nichols in an interview he said that you know i watched what russell westbrook did last year and i'm mm-hmm. just gonna have to go that way uh now that cousin boogie's out and and he's doing it and he's killing it and then he rolled his ankle and made a play for another two or three games but he had a great february and every time i watched this stat line i would just go what what huh he, he's he has been spectacular. He really real. has been amazing. Uh, speaking of what other people think is so amazing, 
is the other night DeMar DeRozan had 42 points and like 19 points in the fourth quarter in overtime against, uh, oh God. The Nuggets. Pistons. The Pistons, yes. And <laughs> Jay's just saying a random team. Yeah, he was just why. saying it. The Nuggets played after that, I think. Anyway, okay. So against the Pistons, and people were freaking out about it yesterday. There were videos everywhere. He had a great dunk at the end yeah. on Tolliver. Mm-hmm. But I was I I honestly was like, am I missing something? Because it was the story of the day yesterday. It was Demar Derozan scoring forty two points and having nineteen in fourth quarter in overtime? That's great. But it uh, I, he gets so much credit for being not as good as everyone says he is. So you're say what was Demar Derozan? It's not yes. as much shock as much as it was like say what? You know what his career high is forty five points. Yeah, that's, that's a lot not of, that good. That's a lot of points. That's more For than being, mine. People consider him the second best shooting guard in the league. Who is? Right? Who is? A lot of I've heard a lot of people. No, I'm saying say who that. is? Who do you think? Clay is? Thompson. Yeah, Clay Thompson. I guess if you don't call James Harden a point guard or a shooting, no, guard. James Harden is the shoot is number one. Yeah, and then Clay okay, Thompson. Okay, because James Harden's a point guard. But I guess my point is, why does why does Demar Derozan get so much? I feel like it's pity love. This is a weird turn. This he's weird. been really good this year, man. He, he's, this has been his best season. Like I'd say he's even far. like the no, second, he's go- uh, second I'm best. Say, I'd he's say he's good. even the second best shooting guard in the league. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> he's good. DeMar DeRozan is good. What's weird to me is how much people praise him given what else is going on around the league. So like Anthony Davis, he's been getting a lot of praise and credit. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook could have 45 points, score 20 points in the third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing to to everyone else. DeMar DeRozan does it. It's like, look at this guy up north. The Raptors are really something this year. They, they are. changed everything. They're good. No, the same they crap. Are. They have. No, the hey, same they- crap is going to happen in the playoffs. I don't, do you really trust that they're going to do something different in the playoffs? I don't know. We'll see. We just talked last week about if the Thunder and the, Thunder and the Raptor play in the finals. <laughs> You're so hyped up. I are. cannot stand it. It really irks me. I don't me. think you remember what Say What's Out of the Week was supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> no, I'm using it. I'm using Say What's Out of the As Week to complain to about something trash DeMar that DeRozan. really annoyed me yesterday. Wow, we. I mean, I, I'm on. I, so here's where I'll affirm hey, what you're saying a little bit. Did you know Demar Rosen has uh, anxiety and depression? Wow. That so does seventy percent of my life and everyone in it. <laughs> Great job. You accepted reality. You told everyone what reality is. Hey, oh. you go out and have forty-two points. Oh my God! How impressive! I can't believe this. He inspired Kevin. Le- I get it. It's a big deal. Jesus. Everyone, I know so many people. That's oh god! Did I mute you yet? (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay, Haiti love. Let me let me uh, counter all of your crazy (laughs) hatred here. The Toronto Raptors are the first. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. So before you went that direction, Luke tried to like pull you back, (laughs) pull you back a little bit, like. It wasn't. You're really, wasn't you're really happening. fired up about this, and you went from a ten to like a fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming out. Wow, it's all coming out. I almost threw up, and I, <laughs> I didn't think you would take it in the direction of, of anger that he came out saying he's he's depressed. Yeah. No, no, I'm not mad at him coming out and saying that. But I'm mad at everyone. Taking it, yesterday, yesterday felt like <laughs> move on. Yesterday felt like we're praising Demar Derozan extra. Because he, because of 
<laughs> Muted. Uh, all right. I can't, literally, all I can think about is listening to this podcast later and enjoying this as much then as I do right now. Well, um, all right. The, Andrew, Raptors, what's yours, the Raptors are really good. I'll say that. DeMar DeRozan's one of the biggest reasons why. Yeah, they're good. Whatever. First in the East, man. Okay. Great. Uh, that does, here's, will not here's, matter. Here's something that made me say what? The Minnesota Timberwolves are allowing opponents to shoot 67.5% at the rim this season. <laughs> and Ooh, I said, what? Wee. Worst in the league by far. Is it not a huge indictment on Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, it, that's that's exactly what it is. That's Man. exactly what it is. But even, with, even Gibson's been there, though, and you have yeah. Gorgie Jang coming off the bench, and you have Tibbs, who's like... Whose defenses, I guess, are supposed to be phenomenal, and nothing works for them. Yeah, don't worry though, because here comes Derrick Rose. Derek here Rose. comes D Rose. The cure for what ails you. We do put, have a question about that. Put the dogs up. Call the dogs one. off. Call the dogs off. <laughs> get put those do- dogs. Get those dogs back in the house. Yeah, great. Train your dogs, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Derrick Rose is coming. It's Derek put your dogs Rose. on leashes. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. But I said what when I saw that? That's sixty-seven yeah, percent. That's crazy. Your your uh, Toronto Raptors people are shooting on fifty-eight point eight percent at the rim against the Raptors, which is really good. So take that, Taylor. That's a little <laughs> surge in Palanchunas, man. <laughs> I can't wait to bring as many Raptors like good stats at you for the rest. I'm of the also going to let fine. you know that if they lose to the Bucks in the first round, Taylor is going to. <laughs> They're not going to do anything. In Taylor's going to rip his shirt off in the middle of the podcast if that happens. Hey, are they going to beat Boston? Mm-mm. Actually, I could see that happening. But <laughs> they're not going to do anything. Let's move on. Top just 10 and three-point percentage in the NBA at the Toronto Raptors. Just it's not going to turn into anything. When, and when you, you're proven right, just tell us to put that in your pipe and smoke it. Tell Second choke and three frequency. Put that dog in a crate. Put that dog in pants. Great train that dog. Please go to the next question. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at R. Warren Beck, who wants to know Abrinus, Hustis, Ferguson, Brewer. What's your preferred two guard rotation for the rest of the season? We kind of already answered this a little bit in the eight man rotation. Our preferred is Brewer. Probably not Brewer, but since it's going to be it, I guess Brewer and Abrinas. Just play those two. Those two, and then followed by Houston and Ferguson. And let Houston play with, I mean, let him spell Paul George if you want to do that, right? Yeah, that's what they'll do. And Billy's Billy's been setting himself up for the benching of Josh Houston all season, basically. Yeah, for the last two years. He's been saying, well, this season he's been saying that he likes to have a big wing behind Paul George. And so. (laughs) It's like just trying to say it so inevitably it happens. Yeah, that's. The, since he had to start Josh, he's been setting himself up for an easy way to uh, bench him. And yeah. And you're really just trying between the two of those guys to get like just like a half of a DeMar DeRozan. If we could get half DeMar DeRozan with those guys, we'd win the championship. I think so. Yeah, I agree. Mm, oh, time. yeah. That'd be lovely. Just a ton of ISO mid-range turnaround jumpers. Oh, give me <laughs> he's uh, a... <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Just training mid-range. Between <laughs> All right. Please, Luke, go. Go, Let's Luke. move on go. to our next Twitter question. It comes from <laughs> at the Frozen Oki, who wants to know, are over-under on how many minutes a night Fibs plays Derrick Rose? 
Will that be a big enough disaster? The Wolves don't make the playoffs. It's possible. Are they going to bench uh, Tyus? Yeah. Maybe. That's awful. Probably. He's been pretty good for them. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's a good backup point guard. So Uh, 15 minutes a game? I mean, if he plays 15 minutes a game, that's not a good thing for the Timberwolves. What's your guess, Taylor? I'm going to say 35. (laughs) To be honest, I wasn't wasn't even listening. (laughs) Derek Rose, how much does he play a game? Oh, he's playing 30 minutes a game. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, if he honestly, if he plays 15 to 20 minutes a game for the Timberwolves, that is not a good thing. And the the thing is that they just don't need him. Like, they don't need Derek Rose at all. They don't need more shot creators. Like, that's what they have. No. That's all they have is these shot creators on offense. Fibs was put on the planet to destroy the bodies of professional athletes. (laughs) That's what he's here for. That's what he does. He runs them into the ground until they cannot play their sport anymore. It's, I mean, that's a great. Seem, seems like a thing. Yep. How yeah. come uh, Lou Aldang hasn't been bought out and signed by the Timberwolves? Yet? <laughs> yeah, he's put the band back together. What about Noah? Hey, if those two got bought out, for sure. He would bring them in. Yeah. And it would be awesome. They're still playing basketball? I can't have this. <laughs> <laughs> Must destroy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Trust the Void. Who wants to know, could Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, or LeBron James have this big of an impact on a team? And he's talking about, <laughs> read what he's talking about. It's a tweet from StatMuse, at StatMuse. Uh, OKC, before losing Robertson, they were fifth in defensive efficiency and 10th in field goal percentage allowed. Since then, they are 23rd in defensive efficiency and 24th in field goal percentage allowed. Obviously, none of those players could make any sort of impact that Robertson could. Because <laughs> they're all old. <laughs> I also wish we would have made Luke um, read that with all his stat oh. illiteracy. Yes. That's why I said I don't want to read this. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I couldn't do that because they're all old guys now. It wouldn't make sense. Old I mean, guys. The whole point is Dre was important, but he is not. He should not be that important. He's not. He yeah. is definitely a big chunk of that. But the rest of it is this team, for whatever reason, they have one of the longest adjustment periods in the NBA history. Like they just cannot adjust on the fly. And so it takes a lot of time. And if you remember the beginning of the season, this team, like everyone thinks that this team was headed for the title with Robertson. And they were really good, but they also sucked for a large portion of the season it with Robertson. Yeah, it, it took, took a while. time before. And there was even a time where, we were like, man, Robertson probably shouldn't play more than 15 minutes a game. Like, that was a discussion at the beginning of the season. Robertson is great. He is a phenomenal defender. He makes a big difference to this team. And he is kind of the glue that holds together the defense. But he's not this important. Like he just isn't like you still have Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams, Carmelo, Anthony, Patrick Patterson, Corey freaking Brewer is on the team. This he's not this important. Like they can, any team could survive without Andre Robertson. You can do it. It's possible, but they have just been atrocious since he's went out. And I, it's just not the whole story. Do you think, do you think part of it, if this team, so say this happened, like they played a full season this year and this ha- and the team came back pretty much the same and it happened halfway through next year. Like I think 
it's kind of a like unique set of circumstances. The team has been relatively fragile in their consistency all season. Yep. They finally got something cooking. Dre goes down and it just kind of throws everything into a little bit of turmoil and they don't know what they're doing. And and part of that is because they are still like it's hard to f- for like it's easy to forget that this team is still pretty young for most mm-hmm. of the cores that have been put together. You know if that makes sense. Uh, Mello came in pretty close to training camp. Like it's just a new team yeah. put together. New team. And so having a piece that they relied on so heavily to make up for all their mistakes, and that's the other thing. Like he just Dre's goodness, especially towards the end there, just gave permission for other guys to be lazy. Right. And it's hard for them to change that mid course, especially for a team that's so relatively young. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think it's just been over exaggerated because of some of the immaturities of the team as they are yeah. right now. And they can be better. And they still, <laughs> a lot of people are like, you think it could still get better at the end of this season? No way. It's like, actually, they probably can. And maybe they will. And last night, I'm not going to take it as like a sign that like, oh, like they're fixed and let's, they're going to just charge to the playoffs and get to the three seed. Like they might or they might regress and lose to San Antonio on Saturday. Like that is possible. Uh, but it is a really good sign that they blew out a team because I think it's last time they did that was against the Grizzlies in the beginning of February. Well, as much as it's the yeah. Suns, like also holding them to 87 points when they've scored, I think, 187 every time they played them. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, I, it it was a positive thing for this team without a doubt. Take and, it with a grain of salt, but it could be a sign of things to come or it could just be that the Suns really suck. And not to, they did. They, they did. Terrible. They were awful. But not to beat this drum too much either, though. But like, you know what else helped? Russell Westbrook trying on defense. Right. I'm telling you, uh, I would talk to Billy Martin before the game against the Rockets, and he was like, do you think we have a chance? I said, I think we have a chance if Russell will show up on defense. And I don't think he did. Uh, no. No, he sucked. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at... Will you just read the last part of his? Because I, I don't really want to talk about the first part. <laughs> at the underscore Sternlicht who wants to know who is the most underrated Star Wars character. Hmm. Boba Fett. No, Boba Fett's overrated. How? Boba Fett's He's overrated. underrated. Because he, re- he really doesn't do that much in the movies, but everyone <laughs> loves him. He just has a, he just looks cool. That's why he's, he underrated. is cool. He is cool. He's very cool, but he's not underrated. I agree with that. actually here. Here's how I don't know who's under overrated because I don't know where the ratings are for star Wars. Yeah. They're just like in my own head. Boba Fett is like a top five character. Oddly first people. He's yeah. cool. People love which him. means he's overrated. He's cool. And he has a cool. Yeah. Job. Cause he belongs he's like cool. 10 to 15 in character. Jar Jar Binks. That's a good one. I was going to say underrated. That. Oh, he's underrated because he is, he couldn't be lower in the ratings. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> People it's, hate Jar Jar Binks so much. I haven't watched that first movie in a long time. But yeah, you know what's funny? So as the as the world spent like spun around into not rebels necessarily, but Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. What you realize, like in the actual timeline of Jar Jar Binks, is that his role as a senator helps create the Empire. Yeah, and he's punished by his people, and he becomes like the town hobo. And like on the streets of whatever town, like his uh, world, of, like see? of, of Gungan, yeah, see? underrated <laughs> of Gungan, yeah. So like the whole, even like the world that spun off of the first ones hated Jar Jar so much that they're like, let's punish his character. You know, this I 
I hate Bill Simmons because he's ruined Return of the Jedi for me. I don't have a Harrison Ford mails it in. Yeah. And and ever since he said that, every time I watch it, I'm like, man, he's he's right. Because <laughs> I watch it and I'm just like, man, Harrison Ford doesn't give a crap in this movie. Because he's so, like, everyone, that's why I think Empire Strikes Back is the best because everyone's so locked in in it. Huh. Him and Carrie Fisher are so good in Empire Strikes Back. So who's underrated, man? Yeah, this is really a question for you. I would say that C-3PO is underrated because he's hilarious. He's pretty funny. <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> Whenever in the, the new movie, uh, the new one, uh, the number seven, when he, when he like Leia and Han get to see each other for the first time and they're like, oh my gosh, they are. And he walks in the middle and goes, oh, Captain Solo, have you seen my new red arm? Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. It's my favorite part of the movie. It's hilarious. Chewbacca's probably underrated a little bit. Oh, yeah. Top five Star Wars character, you idiot. <laughs> Top five furry characters. Come on. Also, my over- kids have Chewbacca pajamas. How could he be underrated? Well, that's pretty what cute. The- also overrated. <laughs> Captain Phasma from the new movies. Overrated? Overrated. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, oh, yeah. It's yeah, so awesome. They're from Game of Thrones. It's like, this person does nothing in these movies. No. Also, Wait, who Game is that? of Thrones? Who's Captain Phasma? The, the chrome one. Silver Stormtrooper and all silver. Oh, okay, yeah. I know. Doesn't Cap- do anything. Yeah, I know Captain Phasma. Uh, Pogs, underrated. <laughs> you don't like Pogs? No, like, underrated. Porgs. Porgs, Porgs. Pogs are the, the little cardboard <laughs> circle thing. You got to flip your slammer uh, Slammers. As far, <laughs> and as far as dogs go, Pogs, overrated. Do you know why they added Porgs <laughs> to the movie? Why? Because the island that they were shooting on had uh, Puffins. They were all there, and they couldn't edit them out because they were everywhere. And so they, it was easier just to CGI over them and make them porgs. Oh, I like really? that. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. And so whenever they're flying, it's just puffins flying all Oh, now yeah. I love porgs. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Porgs. Still hate pugs. I can talk. Overrated. Okay. Top five Star Wars character. I can't believe you guys are talking about this, you morons. Andrew's as passionate about this as Andrew. Is also, Andrew's DeRozan. just mad because his Bubba Fett. It was take a bad take. Bad. It was really bad. I'm trying to recover from it. I'm really trying hard. <laughs> He's trying to discredit everything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overrated true. would have been an easier uh, question, though. Overrated. Yeah. Who is overrated? Let's spend the rest of the podcast talking about this. Uh, Vader. No, man. I feel like I almost went and said that Vader's underrated because in the first three movies, you don't see his power. Like the way he's talked Mm, about in the universe is like the most powerful possible Sith Lord ever. Yeah. And the only time you've ever seen it is at the end of Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the true. That's one, true. It's just like, oh, oh crap. Man. You're right. You're right. Vader, underrated. underrated. Overrated is uh, what? what's your boy who got you sliced know, up? You know who is underrated? I would say this is underrated. Lando. For I, sure. I love Donald Lando. Glover's gonna, yeah, but what does he really so do? Good. That's also a good point, though. He's, Finn. Just, he's Finn. just so good. Overrated. Uh, I, I, would say, I would say properly. Right yeah, now. because what does he really do? <laughs> Great point. Come on, man. Hey. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> you want to move to the next Twitter question? Yes. Do you want which one? Which one we do? Do you care? <laughs> which one we do? Which We're going to do? do both of them, but okay. only answer, only do the second question from Ben. At, our next Twitter question comes from at Ben underscore Burke one zero. Who wants to know what's the best burger joint in OKC? Mm-mm-mm. What do you go? I'm going. 
Oh man, this is so hard because Tucker's is Tucker's is good. Good. The uh, jalapeno cheeser at the garage. I was just going to say jalapeno bacon cheeser. Is, man, is, is the garage like born and raised in Oklahoma? Is like, is it from Oklahoma? I, I don't think, know. I think so. It's locally owned. Yeah, it's and good. It's, it's good. good. And for the price, the garage is probably the best burger joint because it's great. It's good. You can go in there and spend six bucks and have a really good burger. It's good, man. You know where else I went the other day? Johnny's. Johnny's overrated. Yeah, you good. know it is. What does it really do? Well, okay, Johnny's Johnny's is just like you're paying someone to cook your friend's backyard burger for there, you. No, it's better than that. Come on, come on. Uh, I don't it's know better if it's better, it's better than that. Their the cheese, condiments suck. The uh, shredded cheese? Their cheese is good. What do you mean? Their cheese is fine. What their condiments? cheese is still like Walmart block cheese. All they do is shred it. It's good. It's good. It's fine. It's I like, good. I like a Johnny's Tomato, burger. great. is great. It's a good burger. Uh, their Johnny's sauce is good. You just said their condiments were bad. Well, yeah. besides that one. Johnny's overrated. Overrated. Yes, I, I like Johnny's, but, but it's, it's so overrated. overrated. You guys been man. to? You guys been to Nick's? Love it. Yeah, the never, actual one on Penn and never 13th. been. Yeah. Never been. Their onion burger is just. I've killer. tried to go. It's by Frog Legs. It's, it's just, not. That's what sucks. Like you have to stand outside, and it's probably not worth that. Yeah, it's like Nick. Like get a bigger place, man. man. But that's like a part of like so what the, was the, whatever. I right, missed the question. Right, I just right. the best for burger second. joint in OKC. What were the options so far? Well, we've said Tucker's, we've said Garage, Garage. SMB. Ooh, SMB is pretty good. Are you? When's the last time you ate at SMB's? Though it's been a while. But the smoke and oaky SMB is really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's a little overrated, if I were to say. Because I think I just don't know what it does for me. You're the worst. You would if you were if you were Taylor. <laughs> You would mute yourself. You mute would yourself. because you, you've been bad. You've been real bad. You've ne- you've you've earned yourself four mutes. I, mine's probably garage. Yeah, I do the sticky finger at garage, which has like a peanut butter kind of thing on it. Oh, and yeah. It's good barbecue sauce and um, see in the garage. I think this proves that we have a burger joint problem in Oklahoma City because the garage should not be the best burger joint. Why not? Why not? Because it's kind of like a chain, and it's kind. It's, uh, it's not, no, really. no, no, it's no, no, cheap, no, no. and it's not like nice burgers. But it is the best. It is the best place. I don't That's want weird. a twenty dollar burger. Yeah, man. No. Hey, my wife is yelling S and B from the back. But do you eat S? When's the last time you went to S and B? Natalie, she's never been. A few months ago, few months. oh it's really, well, okay. You you're the exception. I, I prefer the garage or S and B. Actually, you know what makes I go? A, I go back and forth. You know who makes a great hamburger? Carl's Jr. They do double western bacon. <laughs> that burger. double western. So that's where you can cheap. say that shouldn't be the best burger in yeah. Oklahoma City. Okay, Ooh. water burger, water burger. No. That is better. Uh, best veggie burger. <laughs> Red cup. Oh come on, man! On thirty first Twitter, next. What are, pe- people uh, people overrate Whataburger like crazy. Oh, uh, that's weird. That you, well, what? Because they go when they're drunk, out of their minds. No, 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 no. People are out of their minds. What's a better fast food place besides Chick Fil A? Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Man, burger no wise, it's the only burger I prefer yeah. over Whataburger from fast food place. Wow, wait. What do you like better? What? What? Fast He's going to say Brahms. What fast food burger? Yeah, Brahms, fast food Brahms has some good ones. Is yeah. Five Guys a fast food burger? No, no. yeah, no drive through. That a drive through, and it's still if <laughs> it's you still go in, fast. it still takes. <laughs> it's like, fast. I like Five Guys. Five Guys is pretty good. Five Guys are real good, but that's a chain. That is a chain. Yeah, yeah. Garage is at least locally owned chain. It's Hal Smith, so it's off the chain. <laughs> All right, our next Twitter question. <laughs> listen to our pod. Comes <laughs> from <laughs> at Banjalope. Hey, she's been gone for a while. What in the world? Well, welcome back, 
and she wants to know, would you rather one never use condiments again or two have to put condiments on everything you eat? The condiments in are mustard, mayonnaise, ketchup. Uh, I'd use condiments on everything. I'd just have ketchup on everything. Yeah, me too. No, no, no. Isn't she saying you have to use all of on, those condiments? On, on all everything? three on everything you eat. No, that's not what she's saying. Yes, yeah, she is. That's how I read she it. She said you have to use all three on everything you eat. So if you have a chip, you have she to doesn't. dip it in those three. She doesn't say that, actually. No, it doesn't say she that She says have to put, condiments, have to put on. condiments on everything you eat. Yeah. You have to put it on everything you yeah, eat. Not but all three. Just you can choose. Okay, no, but okay, you're eating ice cream pie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to put those three. Ice I wonder cream how ketchup. much you have to put. Like, can you, can you just put like? I mean, you use condiments the way you use a condiments. A you dollar. Can't, you can't. That's a day. Hey, just a dowel, do you? Can we talk for a second about ketchup? <laughs> underrated. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's oh, overrated. Andrew, which one just, is you? Which one is you? It's just rated. It's been rated fine good good answer <laughs> well I, I feel like we've become such a saucy world like everything's about sauces which is good here's but we do forget of the original best yeah, sauces yeah. mustard ketchup here's the thing here's the thing that i would say <laughs> mayo i would Mayonnaise. say miracle whip if we i would say condiments on everything i ate if i got to spite like i could go like a spicy ketchup like a different kind of ketchup like a no. like a spicy mustard like a fancy mustard a like, a, like a dijon oh like different kinds of whataburger mayos. spicy ketchup it's really so good. it is Ooh. the bomb so it's a great question it's a great question and I think it would help me just stop eating desserts because if I had to put ketchup on my ice cream or pie, not eating those. Anymore. Uh, you can. It, it might make you healthier. Couldn't you eat fries without ketchup? No, I mean, can't you? See I it? can't. I don't love fries without. Like I eat fries as a something a to dipper. put the right. sauce right. Right. ketchup in my body. That's right. all fries are for me. Is like, how do I get this barbecue sauce inside of me? Well, use fries. Have you use uh, your finger going to Chick Fil A with Alex Spears? Mm-hmm. He gets so much ketchup. That's mm-hmm. yeah, so strange. It, he gets so, like six. It's bad of the big packs. I, I've regretted it, it ever since last week. The best fries, man. When Chick Fil A had sweet potato waffle fries, those were so those. good. I'm, I'm a, a sweet potato guy. I'm a I little, am, man. I'm, I'm a little bit out on the sweet potato fries. I'm. I'm, I'm just been overloaded. You just, can only and have, I'll tell you what. You can only have fries. so many. You can only have so many, and it's like oh, yeah, that's true. And you know of. what? Chick Fil A did the right thing at the right time. Yeah, they cut, cut them it off. Yep. Get them out. Sweet potato it's too fries much. overrated. Totally overrated. They really are. Just <laughs> <laughs> shaking in anger. <laughs> they really are. Stick Absolutely. up for your fries, man. Absolutely. I just overrated. if you go to SMB or the garage, they both have really good uh, like. They kind do. of fry combos, and so they do a sweet potato fry that's kind of like a little bit of cranberry on it, a little bit of marshmallow kind of stuff on it, and so it's kind of, it's sweet, obviously, but it's yeah. so good. Their garlic fries yeah, are better. Good. Had them last night. They're better. Thanks, man. <laughs> they're better. I'm saying, I don't you can have was, garlic on better. anything. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah, it's better. There's better. even what, garlic ice not cream. Not on ice cream. No. What there if, is garlic ice cream. That sounds awful. What, I if would gar- eat it. what if garlic was a condiment? Don't. It is. Like minced garlic. No. As a part of the scenario. Oh. Isn't it? Don't vampires Because I want to see if you'll change your mind. I'll change my mind for garlic. Don't don't vampires not like garlic? Right. You're correct. I wonder why. Hmm. I want to tell you something (laughs) that is underrated. Oklahoma Shirt Company. (laughs) You're right. And here's the reason they're underrated. is because no matter where they're rated, it'll never really capture how incredible this company is. They're going to hook you up. 
you have merchandise needs, you want to do shirts, hats, stickers, uh, embroidered shirts, jerseys, like whatever it is, Oklahoma Shirt Company is going to take care of you. Hoodies. <laughs> they, and here's let me just tell you this. If you need an order of one, just one, I want one shirt, they can do it. You want an order Done. of 10,000 shirts, they can do it. Boom. Oklahoma Done. Shirt Company will take care of you. They also do have the shirt of the month, both Oklahoma and Texas, for 10 bucks plus shipping, taxes. You can get a brand-new themed shirt every single month, and they're great. They're great shirts. And uh, we signed my son up for it, and so they look good, feel good. They look good, they feel good. Oklahoma Shirt Company, call them up, tell them Down to Dunk sent you, and uh, support the people that support Down to Dunk. We appreciate that. OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Do it. That's right. Guys, I have a final question for you. Yeah, what is this? Are you miffed? And are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. Stranger? Uh, I, I can't decide if I'm crossing my finger for appliance. No. no I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm safe for one week. Trash uh, compactor. <laughs> um, I can't decide if I'm miffed about this or not, but I've had Hootie and the Blowfish songs stuck in my head for like a straight like week and a half. Which one? Which one? Which Is one? that why you just called hoodies hoodies? Yeah. So <laughs> subliminal. Is it try? <laughs> well, we went to the to uh, Home Depot to get some time, and I just oh sang, my time. I sang that to Amy. Why you walk away? <laughs> I sang that to Amy the whole time. She was the whole time. The whole way through the store. It's in everything. Yeah. And so I've just been singing. Like a wave crashing down. <laughs> on Go on. Uh, so I've. So I've, I love the car. She didn't know the song. And so I was like, oh, we got to listen. I don't think I know that song. Listen if to you some think hootie. about tomorrow. And all the pain and sorrow. Yeah, I just. I don't know if I'm mad about it or not. Got tomorrow, just another day. <laughs> and I, don't I don't believe in time. So I just time. was like waving. Time. Yeah. Time. I was just waving the time in front of her face singing this song. Uh, Did she like it? No, of course not. <laughs> Did she like it? She liked it. She didn't she, like did it. she like me waving the, the herb in front of her face <laughs> singing the song? No. Man. Did she like it? No, she didn't. No, <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> I think you like this. I don't think you're miffed about yeah. this. Yeah, you're not mad. Yeah. You're I'm, not mad. I'm not. I'm Jim Bead. I'm Jim Bead for Hootie. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet she's mad. She's she's more indifferent than she's she is like, mad. My husband was saying tired of me all week long. <laughs> she's confused and puzzled. Yeah. Seeing Pete. Yeah, she she totally is. She's totally seeing Pete by uh Hootie. <laughs> Confused <laughs> puzzles. She wasn't a big Hootie fan <laughs> growing up. Not as big as I was. Uh, Luke, are you miffed or peeved, man? Not really. Man. I know. Why not? I don't know, man. It's I got, wish I was mad. It's got too much jewelry. <laughs> I wish I was mad. He's <laughs> got, was wish I was got mad. too many accessories, bro. Hey. Those earrings look great. Accessories <laughs> are great. I don't have earrings. <laughs> Luke, Luke got his ears pierced. Yeah, yes. he does. He did. Yeah. It's yeah. weird that you went with like those low hanging no, ones it's that the my one, grandma used to wear. No, <laughs> it's it's this. What is this called? Your tra- the, your tragus. The little, <laughs> the little thing Trapical. right here. I think it might be tragus. No, it's something. You're tramping. You know what I'm really digging this morning? What you digging? Your toe ring. My toe ring. You have a great toe ring. Thanks, guys. It is kind of strange that you keep putting your feet up on the table to show us, but I'm relaxed. <laughs> taking taking a load off. My dogs are barking. Taylor, Taylor you missed you missed and peeved. 
<laughs> what is that from? I'm relaxed. That's a phrase. That's from, a real phrase. It's from when your feet are hurt. Your dog's about to I've heard that. Somewhere. I know. So you got to so put them in the weird. crate. I'm relaxed, taking a load off. My dogs are barking. Taylor, you meant to talk like you. No one. You're so overrated, man. Great train those dogs. Luke's overrated. Are you missing peed, man? Uh, I could be. I could be. You know what I'm missing peed out? Huh. Oh, All the freaking DeMar DeRozan love. For real. Tell me about it, man. Just get out of you know, town with DeMar. You know what else I'm missing peed about? Your stinky dog. It's just oh. his beard, bro. We'll wash it. I'm. Uh, we did two days ago. What's he doing putting his beard in bottles? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Don't bubble beard out of here. Muted. Wow, that's three mutes for this episode. Alex keeping score. Thanks for listening. Enter diarrhea. Did not have any diarrhea this week. Not one. <laughs>